Are you fed up with the gay dating scene? And are you exhausted trying to find a decent man through bars, clubs, and dating apps? Listen, I hear you. Dating in this day and age can be exhausting. But the truth is, your dream man is out there and he is waiting for you. My name is Frank Macri and I've mentored thousands of single gay men from around the world. So how do you attract lasting love no matter your age or appearance? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. Welcome to Gay Dating Secrets. Let's get started. Hey everybody, hope you're having a great day. I was just doing a little bit of prep work. I have an upcoming Conscious Singles Mixer for gay men. I have I host this event every season here in Seattle. We get a great group of single gay men, usually 40 and up, that are looking to find love in deeper connection and are exhausted from bars and clubs and dating apps. And it's really, it's been a fun, started out as this fun idea and it's become a really awesome, uh, awesome event that I always enjoy leading. Uh, and it's been, what's been really cool about it is that Nearly 100% of the people that attend walk away with at least one person they want to stay in touch with, which is amazing. And uh, after just doing this work with so many single gay men and, you know, I, I kind of facilitate part of the evening where uh, I uh, will give them different conversation topics and I have them have mini dates with different people in the room. I make it super introvert friendly because I know what it's like. I'm pretty introverted and I don't like being thrown in a big group of uh, strangers. Uh, it's always feels like a lot of pressure and um, yeah, could be uh, really anxiety provoking. So one of the things that we do is some conversation and exercises around the topic of rejection. And rejection is, it is the biggest fear that gets in the way of gay men really putting themselves out there. So I want to talk about rejection and really dissect it in this episode and uh, provide some different ways of understanding what rejection really is uh, because it's my goal that by the end of this episode, you can actually see rejection as rather than the worst thing in the world that you want to avoid and it being something that's so painful, I want you to think about rejection as being your best friend. I know that that sounds crazy because maybe you've been rejected or you've had guys that you've been more interested in and didn't feel that they were as interested in you or you've had someone break up with you and as we as we age it can be tempting to avoid uncomfortable situations altogether altogether because of fear of rejection uh, so here's the thing about rejection rejection in itself is not bad it's the story that gay men make around rejection that causes their suffering now, I want to rewind the clock to when I was single. When I was single, I used to hate the idea of going on dates and putting myself in social settings. And I would actually come up with excuses for why I wanted to stay inside by myself. But when I got really honest with myself, it was my fear of rejection that kept me so guarded. And after after spending a lot of time doing my doing the work on myself and investing in working with relationship coaches i discovered that i was putting so much focus on my fear of rejection more focus on that than even my desire to be with someone it was like i want to be with someone but i don't want to be rejected in the process of meeting someone so i kept myself stuck and i was worried that that i would be judged i was worried i'd get hurt and shamed or criticized uh, I, I just wish that I could 
I could find someone and they would not reject me. I, I wish that I could have this rejection-proof bubble around me. And what I realized, this was one of the biggest, the biggest things that I learned and I realized a lot of, when I share this with the gay men at the Conscious Singles Mixers, they, their eyes like widen. They're like, oh my gosh, that's what I need. And it's, it's this idea that you need to have faith in connection. And if you imagine that there's a scale or a seesaw and you know when one side goes down, the other goes up, at one side of the scale is our fear of rejection. On the other side is faith in connection. And in order to have love, in order to have an amazing relationship and find the person you've always wanted to be with, your faith in connection must outweigh your fear of rejection. So your faith in connection must be stronger than your fear of rejection. When I say faith in connection, I mean opening yourself to new possibilities. And it's so important to believe that no matter what happens in the moment, that there's a grand scheme to all of life's experiences. Faith in connection means that the right person is always put in front of you at the right time for a certain purpose. I'll say that one more time. Faith and connection means that the right person is always put in front of you at the right time for a certain purpose. And those people serve whatever purpose they're meant to serve for your life's path. And then life goes on with or without them. Doesn't that feel so light and peaceful to really think about that every single man that has crossed your path, whether they've stayed with you, whether they've left you, whether you've been rejected by them or not, that there's a grand scheme to it all and they all serve a purpose. Not every man that comes, that cross paths with you or shows interest in you, not every man that does that doesn't mean that their purpose is to be your life partner. In fact, for most men that come your way, their purpose is to teach you something else. It's to teach you and allow you to get greater insight into the relationship you truly want. Okay, how many of you maybe listening, you were you thought that you were interested in someone and then they may have rejected you and you're like, "Oh my gosh. I actually am glad that now in retrospect, I'm glad that that didn't work out because it set me up for something so much better. So in order to attract love, your faith and connection must outweigh your fear of rejection. Every single person we attract, we attract for a reason. And if you don't attract them, then you don't attract them for a reason as well. So have you ever felt like you dodged a bullet when you decided to not pursue someone? Or if something just didn't work out, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm actually so glad that that didn't work out. This is because the universe, God, spirit, source, energy, whatever you want to call it, I'll just say the universe, the universe is always working in your favor, even if you can't see it in the current moment. A lot of gay men look in the current moment, look at what's right in front of them, and just think that that is where all the answers are. When instead, if you zoom out and you look at your life 
from a grand scheme, all the things that have happened, that are happening, and that will happen, the universe has everything crafted in your favor, even if you can't see that in your laser-focused moment right in front of you, even if you can't see it in this person in front of you that you thought that you were great for, and it turns out that they, they reject you. So I love the phrase, man's rejection is God's protection, When gay men are rejected, they're simply being guided elsewhere to someone else that is truly aligned for who they are. So think about this. It's like when you are rejected by someone, man's rejection is God's protection. You've been spared from something that wasn't meant to be. And the universe actually saves you all the time and the energy from having to discover that later on. You were spared from something that wasn't meant to be, so that way there's space and availability in your life for the person that is meant to be with you. Now, you might be thinking, yeah, okay, I, I, I can get that, but still rejection, rejection sucks. It stings. Well, here's the thing. Rejection only stings because of the false narratives that gay men create around it. In other words, when someone rejects you, it's thinking, oh, they rejected me because I'm ugly, or I'm too old, or I'm boring, or they rejected me because they're just out of my league. A lot of gay men also will blame and shame the other man for rejecting them. Oh, he's a jerk anyway. I'm better off without him. What an asshole. Now, neither approach recognizes the gift in rejection. When you judge yourself or you judge the other person, that doesn't recognize the hidden gift in rejection. So when you can strip away your interpretations around rejection, that's when you realize the hidden power in rejection. And the gift in rejection is recognizing that you are being spared from something that wasn't meant to be. The universe is coming in and saying, ah, actually, we have something even better in store for you. So this is not Even though it might seem like this is something you wanted, there's something even grander and more fulfilling that's on the way. That is the gift in rejection. It's like, oh, wow, I thought that this is really what was supposed to be a fit, but it seems like the universe is cooking up something even grander for me. There's such a gift in that. So imagine if you could separate your story about rejection, all those negative judgments you make about it, and instead release that, surrender that into the universe, throw your hands up and just realize that there's something better on the way. There's so much power in that, and it's true. So be grateful for the rejections you experience. When someone rejects you, it is actually... This is the second point I want to make about this. When someone rejects you, it is an act of compassion for both them and for you. Now think about that. Would you rather someone stay with you when they really don't want to be with you? Or would you rather someone be honest and upfront about whether they're two feet in or two feet out of wanting to be with you? A lot of times people will... Be wishy-washy. A lot of gay men are on the fence, wishy-washy. Maybe maybe I want this. Maybe I don't. So they never really give a wholehearted yes or no because they're afraid of what the other person might think. And I've seen this happen a lot with gay men where they'll be dating someone 
and leading them on because they're afraid to reject them and hurt their feelings. But the truth is, it's more compassionate for someone to wholeheartedly say no than half-heartedly say yes when they really mean no. And at our Conscious Singles Mixer, we do this amazing thing. We, pra- we practice this, and I'm going to share it with you, and I encourage you to try it yourself. And it's when it's the next time someone rejects you, rather than going into where most gay men go, which is making it about them or judging the other person for it, name, you know, having these judgments in their head about how terrible they are, respond by saying, thank you for taking care of yourself. Thank you for taking care of yourself. When someone says no, they are taking care of themselves and they're sparing you of something that wasn't meant to be, which frees your energy up to attract what it is that you're meant for. So when you can actually be at a place of having compassion for people that reject you, it makes dating so much more fun. And then when you're rejected, you still can remind yourself that you're lovable, and that he's on his way. You're still lovable, and the man you're meant to be with is on his way. So rejection is your best friend. Rejection is always on your side. If you want to put this into practice, actually take a moment and write down all of the thoughts you have. If you were to imagine someone were to reject you and say, I don't want to date you anymore, or I'm no longer interested in being with you, or I, I don't think we're a fit. I want you to write down in one, co- make two columns. In the first column, write down what are all of the judgments that you're having? Judgments about yourself. You know, there's something wrong with me. I'm just not fit enough. I don't, I'm not attractive enough. I'm not interesting enough. Write down all those judgments and then write down all the judgments you have about them. Oh, they don't really know what they want. They're clueless. They're silly. They're shallow. Because none of those judgments serve you. What those judgments do is they hold you back. They lower your energy and they hold you back. They actually repel love and connection. And some gay men, it's very sad to see it, but some gay men will actually start expecting rejection to the point where they manifest it. And they're like, yep, this person's probably gonna reject me anyway. So that lowers their energy when they go on a date, which in, which in effort creates higher chance that they'll be rejected because they're going into it expecting it. And when we expect something, there's a greater chance it's gonna happen. It becomes a self-fulfilling travesty when we just think, well, they're probably gonna reject me anyway and I might as well not even try or you know i might as well not even have hope think about how much that lowers your energy going into a date when you have the assumption that you're going to be rejected anyway now instead of that what if you had the belief that whatever happens is divinely aligning you on the path you're meant to be so that way you attract the person that's perfect for you Imagine you actually believe that. So in the second column, I want you to write down what are the beliefs that you can have about rejection so it empowers you. What excites you about rejection? What's a belief you can have that would empower you? Like, wow, rejection is 
rejection simply points me closer and moves me one step closer to what it is I'm who it is I'm meant to be with. There is a gift in every single rejection. Now, how fun is this? Imagine that instead of with dating, that you date in a way where you dodge any opportunity for rejection, which will keep you stuck, but instead you embraced rejection. You chased it. You celebrated it when it happened. You're like, oh my gosh, how awesome I got rejected. Yes, because when you are rejected, that's showing that you're one step closer to getting that amazing yes, the person that wants to be with you. It's this concept of going for no. Go for no. Actually go approach dating where you're like excited. You're not attaching to rejection from a place of, oh, everyone's going to reject me. But you go for it and you get excited when it happens because it just shows you you're one step closer to the person you're meant to be with. Rejection is exciting. Rejection is fun. Rejection is truly a gift. A lot of gay men ask, what is the secret to just finding love? I just want a simplified approach. Well, there's only really three steps to doing it. You put yourself out there, you get rejected, and then you put yourself out there again. I mean, that's the secret to finding love. Most gay men put put themselves out there, they get rejected once, and they're like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'm just not... I guess I'm just not attractive enough. I guess there's something wrong with me. I guess that gay men are just, they're just shallow. Put yourself out there, get rejected, and try again. That is the secret to finding love. That is what, that's all the difference from the gay men that are single and lonely and miserable to the gay men that are happy and thriving and in amazing relationships. All right, thanks for tuning in on this episode on rejection. Go out there, get rejected, and go out there again. And remember, no matter how many times you are rejected, he's on his way. Take care, everybody. I'll see you in the next episode. If you liked this podcast and you want to take your growth and transformation to the next level, I want to share with you my brand new podcast called Life Coaching Secrets. It's where you will learn the exact tools I use to become confident, attract quality men, and even create a successful business. Head over to the Life Coaching Secrets podcast to get started. I'll see you there.